0: Hey everybody, thanks for joining Spring Path, the podcast. We have a great show lined up, lots to talk about, so let's get after it. Hey, and thanks for joining this episode of Spring Path, the podcast, where we're going to be talking and learning a little bit more about Gordon College, and we have our two special guests, Deborah and Sarah, coming from Gordon College. How's it going? Good! Good, We're doing good! (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm so excited to have you on the show. This is great. I know we've uh, we've talked multiple times, and now we get to uh, kind of record this and share real life uh, experiences about the school, but also about you because you have some great background stories. So, so let's start there. Why don't we start with uh, with Sarah? How did you get into this role, and uh, you know, and with Gordon College?
1: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so my name is Sarah Peck. I serve as associate director of recruitment at Gordon. Um, I toward Gordon as a as a high school student, I ended up getting an opportunity to go to a school in Kentucky. So I grew up in Massachusetts, I ended up going to Kentucky for, for school and then I worked there for four years. I was a first, well, I am a first generation college student and after graduating, I basically applied to one job at my alma mater and ended up working there for three years. Um, really just drawn to higher education because of what I saw and what I've seen it can do and what doors it opened up for me in my life being a first generation college student. So I was just super drawn to higher education. I worked at my alma mater for three years. I worked at a community college to get a different experience in higher ed. And then I took a year off. I was desperate to come back to New England. This is part we want to hear about. Um, and I nannied, and I did some artwork and I spent a whole year um in prayer. Uh Gordon's a Christian college and I had really um pulled away from from God uh, during my time in college. And so I spent a season in prayer. I mean Kentucky I mean, can
0: do that to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't say.
0: So you you spent some time in kind of rural Kentucky. Then you came home. uh, You were doing some artwork,
1: just kind of finding yourself, and then yeah, taking a breather taking a breather. And I was ready for full-time work again. And when I was ready for full-time work, I wasn't planning necessarily to come back to higher education, although I love higher ed, uh, but God very clearly called me to Gordon. And so I started, it'll be almost two years in August um, at Gordon. And I have loved every minute of it. It's my first experience in Christian higher education and, and the impacts and the, the value that I see in, in Christian higher ed specifically now is just, it's just beautiful. So I've loved it. Yeah, and you and I have met, uh, you
0: know, a few times in you know the college fairs and so. And, and you have a passion for this; it really shines through. So I, I think Gordon's lucky to have you, and I'm happy that you're sharing your story with everybody today. So this is good. So Thanks, Mike. <laughs> and now we shift gears to Deborah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I already know your story, but I'm going to let you tell it. So
2: go ahead. Oh my gosh! So I graduated from Gordon, um, and when I was younger, I. Was really inspired by the Gordon students that I met at a camp that I went to with my youth group. Um, They were, you know, the students that were, you know, praying with me, that were asking me about my life, um, and also were really fun. And I was like, I want to be like them. Um, Where did you go to college? What did you do? And they're like, Oh, we go to Gordon. And I was like, What? So I, I live in the area, so I knew of Gordon, but I'd never really visited. Um, So I went onto campus, and I really felt whoa, this is a place where I could see myself. And I really felt that deep conviction to um, to have Gordon be a part of my story. And, um, but before I went to Gordon, so I graduated, co- uh, graduated high school um, at age 17, um, worked three jobs and did um, community college before going to yeah. Gordon. But I wanted Gordon to be my end goal. So, um, you know, figuring things out during that time, um, but it's, it's difficult sometimes when, when you don't exactly know what the future is going to be like and if the decision that you're making is wise. So I sat down with a family friend of mine, um, for breakfast, um, during that year of my life where I was hustling. Like you said. <laughs> And, and I asked her, Hey, if I know where I'm supposed to be, but I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do there, should I go? And she said, yes. So I took that advice and I ran with it. Um, showed up on campus um with no plan but with absolutely a sense of purpose being on campus and and i actually ended up doing this honors program um at gordon that allows you to create your own major so i did that um and actually uh, you so you have to pitch it right you can't just like create your own major and then graduate with no one supervising you so i i, I pitched the idea to, to Gordon and they approved it for me, but they also liked it so much that they turned it into a minor. So you can actually find it um, on the Gordon website. Um. So, <laughs> and that, see, that's what
0: I love about your story, which I wanted everyone to kind of hear is that, you know, you were a hustler working three jobs, community school, <laughs> you showed up on campus and just said, Hey, I'm going to create my own major. I mean, I like what you have here, but I'm gonna do my own thing. I love it. And, she, yeah. and Gordon was your your kind of your canvas for you to yeah. create your masterpiece. Good for you.
1: That's- <laughs> Thanks. And I love it. And you won't be surprised the the major that she created was called social impact. So it's very appropriate. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe in another episode we'll highlight what you created because sure
1: <laughs>
2: hey, let me know. Come right. back round two. <laughs> Perfect.
0: All right. So let's um let's shift gears for a second and um, let's start talking a little bit about the campus itself, because you're in a unique setting. Um, and Sarah, I'll let you kind of feel this one. But tell us, you know, because you you've spent time at other campuses. Then you like it was like coming home for you. Really love the kind of New England campus. But hit some of the highlights for us.
1: Just kind of oh, yeah. give us a give us a picture. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I love this campus. I love New England. I love this campus specifically. So we are settled on 485 acres of wooded lands. So Gordon is settled on the North shore of Boston. And so we are not only settled on 485 acres of wooded lands, but we have hiking trails, biking trails in the woods. The local community will bring their mountain bikes in. You'll see like little kids and it's it's just so fun. And then there's. Um, four ponds on campus. One is a swimming pond. Um, and so we're kind of set back, but we're also three miles from the closest ocean, mm-hmm. um, which you can get to through the woods, the Gordon Woods, which is <laughs> awesome. Walking. You just keep walking. Um, and then we are really, really close to the city as well. So we are 35-minute train ride or 40-minute drive into Boston. One of our admission counselors here, he loves to say that we're a Four Seasons campus, which I just think is so appropriate. It's Mm -hmm. we, We have our summertime, which you can go to the beach, you can hang out in the pond, you can go kayaking and go fishing, and then fall hits and we're an hour and a half from the White Mountains. I mean, we're so close, but we also have beautiful, beautiful foliage, and really that that autumn experience right here on campus. Mm-hmm. Then winter comes, and you can go ice skating on Frog Pond in Boston, um, or you know do some do some trail walks, um, even locally. And then spring comes, and our students are cramming for finals, but the flowers start blooming, and you know, and the sun is shining, and so it's really lovely. There were even some students who were building like literal igloos on our quad on campus. So like winter is not a boring time uh-huh. here. People <laughs> aren't cold away um, in their in their residence halls, but but if the water freezes just so on our on our quad, people will ice skate. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's sure. really it's really such a blast. We we love our location.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's great. So it's year round, you have something to do. And oh. it sounds like you have this picturesque setting where you have these, people should take a tour. I'm assuming that would be the best way to experience this. Yes. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, swimming, fishing, kayaking, and then also oh, you're God. not far from the city at all. Mm-hmm. It's a half hour ride and you're right there and, and you have the, you know, the hustle and bustle of the city, but the nightlife, the food, everything is there to experience. Oh yeah. So I know we um, offline, we talked a little bit about this, but Deborah, you had had another interesting fact
2: about the campus itself. There was, was it a castle that's (laughs) on the campus? Some history? so as admission staff, we actually work in the castle on campus and it's not just called a castle, it's actually a castle. So (laughs) back in 1889, um, this building um, was created and modeled (laughs) after an Irish castle. So if you were to ever come to campus, you don't know where admissions is, just ask whoever's at the desk, where is the castle? castle. That's where it needs to be. Um, There are a bunch of secret passageways in this castle. There's beautiful architecture, the windows, Um, everything is just so fun and has such a rich um, history. And then the quad that Sarah mentioned that people ice skate on, is also where Teddy Roosevelt played polo, so that's a fun fact for you.
1: <laughs>
2: so, on the
0: campus tour, I'll be sure to ask, Did anyone play polo here? That's <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> all, right. all
0: right. So, that's great. So, actually, I didn't realize that you're at a castle with secret passages, that's kind of cool. I would like to come check it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said it, you it makes you feel like it nice. work. that's exciting. <laughs> so, it sounds like the campus is amazing. Um, and you want you to take a tour and check it out. And then let's kind of shift gears a little bit into, um, you know, all right, I come, I take a look at the campus. It really feels like the vibe for me. This is where I should be. Um, I'm orientation. Uh, I'm a first year student. What can I expect summer leading into, you know, joining the school and being a part of this?
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Deborah, so
0: I'll, I'll ask you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: For sure. So we have this program called the Levita program, and it is an outdoor education um, experience that we have for students coming in to Gordon. So first year transfer students coming into Gordon. Um, and it really sets a foundation of community um, mm-hmm. and also is a great transition for transitions. You know, like you're coming out of high school or you're coming out of, you know, working if you're a transfer student and you have to take time to reflect and reframe as you go into this next phase of life. So um, the, you know, the details of La Vida, so basically students will um, go up uh, to the Adirondack Mountains of New York and do a backpacking, hiking, camping trip with um, other first year students. Um, with a smaller group of them for about 12 days. Um, So it's really this unique opportunity um, for people to engage with one another in a way that maybe they never thought they could or engage with themselves in a way that they never thought they could that um, really lays that groundwork um, before they come into a new space. Sure.
0: And I'm sure that, I mean, that sounds amazing. in the fact that it probably takes some of the edge off or the nerves, you know, the butterflies, because now Mm -hmm. you're spending some time with, uh, your future classmates, but also, you know, we kind of talked about this offline, but now you have a unique experience that you have all experienced together. So yeah. when you end up on campus, you're like, hey, remember canoeing <laughs> you know, <laughs> in the Adirondacks? So, so, so it's like an icebreaker. It, it helps people like really connect and uh, start building out their network uh, before they hit campus. So that's always, that's a good thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will say for the people who aren't like super outdoorsy and don't want to do the 12 12- yeah. <laughs> there is still an outdoor education requirement at Gordon, but there's an option to do it on campus. So still mm-hmm. same same principles of connection, of community building, of relationship building, but it's called discovery. Deborah was actually a teacher for the discovery course through mm-hmm. Um, and it actually happens in our Gordon Woods. There's a high ropes and a low ropes course, and there's a short weekend trip. So, so we don't want to deter anyone right. who's like, I don't want to go to Gordon because I <laughs> I don't want to be in the woods. Yeah, 12 day. <laughs> okay. we yeah. We have other options here. Yeah. It's Being such a. a version. Yeah. Right. right.
0: <laughs> yep. I can complete. So, for someone who thinks camping is a, a, a day at the Holiday Inn, um, this is more for them, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right? That makes sense. All right. So, students come in, uh, you know, over the summer, we're going to do a 12 day. Packing, uh, backpack trip, get to know my classmates. Um, I can do a kind of a smaller version, a, a weekend version, but still I'm getting acclimated, I'm meeting people, I'm starting to build my network. Um, mm-hmm. What can students expect? Let's say, okay, now we're past this kind of orientation phase in the summer, mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit the campus. What is What does the campus offer for clubs, sports, recreation? Kind of hit those highlights for us. Mm-hmm. Great you know to yeah. Whoever wants
2: to do that. Yeah. yeah. So we have about 110 student clubs, student led clubs on campus um, because our students are innovative and they're creative and they want to do all these big things and they find people that have um, the same interests and passions, and then they create a club and it's just (laughs) amazing. Um, So when students come onto campus for their orientation and everything, we have um, a club fair. So they get Mm -hmm. to see firsthand, okay, maybe this is something I'm interested in. Maybe this is a group that I want to be a part of. Um, And it's another opportunity for them to meet students that, you know, may become their lifelong friends or just the way that they um, interact with um, their academics and like you know the way that they see the world just building that connection um happens the second they step foot on campus um and i'm trying to think we uh, so we have the club fair we have um we also
1: have Yeah, we have where, so we're division three NCAA, we have 21 varsity sports teams and there's a lot of go-getters here at Gordon. One of our, our person who actually created the rowing team Mm -hmm. um, was a Gordon alum, had this vision for what NCAA division three, like rowing could look like at Mm -hmm. a Christian college, which there are not many in the country. (laughs) And so they're like cruising on, that's just one example Mm -hmm. of, of how, um, one of our athletics teams got started here. It's, it's just incredible. Um, so we, we have that, we have rec. I am yeah. as well. Yeah. Our recreational sports. So, yes.
2: um, that's really fun because students really get into it. Um, especially fly football. <laughs> I, <was gonna> say, <laughs> you know? I heard it's pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's intense. So they say the different residence halls, like make, they create a team and then they, you know, do the final match at homecoming and everything like that. So it's like, it's really fun and people get behind it. Um, and again, just reinforcing like, okay, how can I how do I see myself working on a team? How do I see myself um, interacting with the people around me, using my strengths, figuring out what my weaknesses are, how to how to grow and and also be known by the people um, I'm doing this with. So it's just another unique way for for students to learn about how they can contribute.
0: exactly. And I think the the key or the uh, kind of the underlying denominator is, and I've said this on previous episodes, but for students listening, you have to get out of your dorm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So leave your dorm, go down, um, sign up for clubs, because those are other like-minded individuals. Because if you like doing something and then you meet a group of people who like it, now they become your friends. And that's mm-hmm. how you expand your network and kind of make your bubble bigger, uh, which ultimately you know, equates to your success uh, on mm-hmm. campus and then graduating. Mm-hmm. So, Sounds like you have a great um, like kind of breath in uh, offering for Division three sports. You have over 100 clubs to choose from, and people are creating new ones all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, all right, so <clears throat> there's opportunity. I land as a first-year student, first few weeks on campus. I'm checking out clubs. I'm getting to meet people. Now talk to me. Let's shift gears a little bit about academics. Mm-hmm. So when do I start having to figure out what I want to do for a major? When does that kind of kick in? Is there a transition period? Um, so w- when does that start? I don't know if, uh, Sarah, if you want to take that one?
1: Of course, yeah. So. Um, actually, as part of our pre-orientation checklist, we have a form that says declare your first major because we know that sometimes students will will change their minds and some students know, which is wonderful, but sometimes they change their minds, which is okay too. And so we have a team of summer advisors that actually meet with students um, to build their schedule for the, for the fall, um, the summer before they get here. And so... Typically, they meet at least once, typically twice um, with those students to really help coach them in, in the academics and, and get them prepared for, for what classes they might be taking in the fall then once a student gets onto campus they'll declare their first they'll they'll officially declare their first major and they'll get an advisor who is within that department um, and that advisor will really help coach them through the next 4 years of, mm-hmm. of their their time here at gordon um, and those advisors are incredible resources. Like you were saying, like you gotta you gotta put yourself out there as a student. Um, one of my mentors used to say, Yoga go the, You get out what you put in." And so, if you're seeking out opportunities, you're gonna get you're gonna get opportunities. You're gonna find them. Um, and so, advisors are great resources when we start talking about job placement, which we may get to in a few minutes. But um, and even when it comes to internship opportunities, so there's they're, they're a wonderful resource um, for students.
0: Okay. Yeah, so it kind of sounds like that's where it starts. You're going to have a a summer advisor to help get you going before Mm -hmm. you hit the campus. And then once you declare a major, which may change, obviously, Mm -hmm. but then you get assigned an advisor in that particular, I don't know what you call it, program or discipline area uh, for your major. Um, So let's talk a little bit about that first year, Um, because really what we're going to start to do is transition. Now, I decided to go here. I'm on campus, I declared my major. is it just academics or when can i start with internships or how Mm -hmm. does that start to unfold over the next two to three years
1: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah so internships um and you know projects and assignments um the professors really have the student in mind when they are teaching content when they are having their office hours you know there's really that um that close relationship that they have with students, like you are, you are actually known by your professor. Um, when I was a student, one of the big reasons I got the internships that I did was because my advisor and my professors knew what I was passionate about and knew the work that I wanted to do.
0: Um, well, created and created your own major, so I assume. <laughs> <laughs> no, do it. Do it. I'm pretty sure they saw the passion in your eyes. <laughs> Like, I, yeah, that, <laughs> so that major looks good, but it would be better if it was
2: <laughs> <laughs> better here. You know? yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so it's just it's there really is such a, a care for students that happens on campus early on. So um, I know a student who um, did research with a professor over the summer after her freshman year. So like she was able to do that. Um, and pursue that and see what that's like early on, instead of having to wait to be an upperclassman. So when professors see potential in students, they they see that they put in the hard work, that they're serious about what they're pursuing. Opportunities will open up because that's what that's what they're there for. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's career and it's also calling. You know what I mean? And and professors really do pay attention, pay attention to that. Um, but more specifically, you know, as as you're going out throughout your college time. You know, you have your time as an underclassman, you have your time as an upperclassman and upperclassmen, especially juniors and seniors, their majors have um, required internships and required um, practicums. So then it puts that practice um, for the student to be like, okay, this is how you engage in the real world with what you've been learning. Um, um, And it allows them to practice that before they leave the space where they can ask questions, you know, and, and, and do all that. Sure.
0: So, so if I'm hearing you correctly, it kind of sounds like this. It sounds like uh, you said a few things. One is individual. So it really does sound like you're not just a number at Gordon. Yeah. You actually, yeah. the, the professors, the faculty, everyone knows who you are. And you can kind of create this individual experience as far as internships and um, career placement. But the other two things I heard you say was uh, it can start as early as your freshman year. You can mm-hmm. actually find a research program or an in- internship right out of the gate. So, yeah. you know, be eager if you're eager and you're, you know, like if you're working three jobs and, you know, going to community college and then you create your own major when you step on campus, this is perfect for you because you can get an internship in the first year. <laughs> but then more importantly, all joking aside is um, it sounds like when you, they start to mature into that junior mm-hmm. senior year, you are creating these mandatory yes. uh curriculums in and around internships, because it's, it's time, you have to start mm-hmm. getting real life experience, mm-hmm. and getting out there. So uh, if I'm hearing that correctly, that sounds amazing. It sounds like yeah. you're really setting students up for success. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And one of the things I'll mention, too, is we have an incredible career and connections institute, and those staff members are in the classroom on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. all the way from first year classrooms to senior classrooms, really helping prepare students at a range of different stages. Mm-hmm. Um, and so students can seek them out, but they're also going to the students mm-hmm. to help build those resumes, to help do mock interviews, to um, to help them in addition to the advisors and department chairs, helping them find internship placements. So that's an incredible resource that we have as well on campus. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so with all of these um, things in place for the kind of creating the success track for every student that comes through, um, what, are, what is your kind of your job placement or continuing ed uh, um, stat? Like what's your percentage there?
1: Of course, yeah, we have a 93% um, job placement or grad placement rate um, one year post grad. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so that's something to be proud of. Yeah, so that's way above industry average and in, uh, with job placement and continuing ed. All right, so we covered kind of the uh, students' progression through college and then getting into job placement and how you help with the success, and you have a 93%. Uh, you know, job placement or continuing education statistic, which is really high. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that covers a lot of what we were looking to get in this first episode, but is there, I'll open it up to anything else you'd like to share to um, a student and or a family member kind of listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. About absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we work with a lot of families. We know that the the college decision is a, is a family decision. Mm-hmm. Um and so we're talking with a lot of parents who are really want to know what is the safety ratings? How safe is your campus? And so I just want to touch on that a little bit. So Gordon has been consistently ranked um, one of the safest colleges in the nation, at least top five, top 10 consistently mm-hmm. year after year. Um, and so the we have a, a full-fledged um, and fully trained police force that's actually on campus. Um, and they're also trained uh, first responders. So mm-hmm. if there's ever a, a mental health crisis or anything like that, they're all trained. Now our, our, we call them GoPo. So Gordon Police, we fondly call them GoPo. They're an incredibly prayerful team. Um, and they're praying each with with each call, responding to each call. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes they're like teaching students to change their flat tires or unlocking (laughs) residence halls. Um, They're here because we care about the safety of the students. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's one thing I want to mention, but I also just wanted to touch on uh, counseling services that we have here on campus. So Mm -hmm. we know um, the need for mental health support is at an all-time high. Um, And so we have a trained counseling staff students will typically pay about $90 a semester. So about $10 an appointment if they go weekly throughout the semester. Um, and students they can they can go for a range of different um different needs there. They're they're instituting some group counseling as well this upcoming semester. So they're they're Doing one-on-one counseling, but also helping again to build that community here at Gordon. I will say too, we had some consultants on campus, and I know a lot of colleges say, you know, community is 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 what sets us apart. This these consultants had been to three hundred plus different campuses and said, community is your superpower, and that mm-hmm. has been such a huge um, a huge encouragement because we see it, you know, here at Gordon. Um, but but we've talked about so much this Levita, this. Um, the academic support the counseling support the Gordon Police Department and all of it serves the students um, and all of it bolsters the community here and so those are just some closing thoughts that I had that I wanted sure. to that we, sh- that we shared on mm-hmm. no I,
0: I listen it's 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 spot on because we do get questions from parents um, from our surveys and what we do to help our students try to select a school and one of the top mm-hmm. questions is, I'm sending my my little baby, who's all grown up now, off to a campus to live on their own. Yeah. Are they going to be safe? Are right. they going to be successful? Do mm-hmm. they have this support in place for them to find success? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think being great in the top five or top 10 safest schools uh, in the country is pretty amazing, mm-hmm. <laughs> number one. And then number two, the fact that you're acknowledging the transition and the challenges yeah. Um, there's stress and there are triggers and Mm -hmm. having that counseling readily available for students is is a huge factor and i'm sure that'll help a lot of people so thank you that's great awesome so all right so this has been awesome thank you so much for your time and thanks for being on the show and to Mm -hmm. kind of wrap things up let's just say okay i am interested i just listened to this how do i get a hold of you for more information and we'll we'll drop this in the description below but uh, why don't you give the web address and any contact email
2: that they can reach you. Reach yeah, yeah. So gordon.edu is our website. Yep. And we just updated it so you can see all the new changes. <laughs> Very exciting. Um, and then our um, email address is admissions at gordon.edu so admissions with an s at gordon.edu and you can also follow us on instagram if you <laughs> <want>. awesome
0: <laughs> we'll put all that in the description as well and then i'm assuming uh it's a general admissions box but it'll get routed to the right person based on geography or wherever they're from
1: okay. awesome
0: all right good hey this has been fantastic thank you so much for all the information we appreciate it and um I'll just wrap it up by saying, you know, for anyone watching or listening, you can also visit SpringPath.net to see if Gordon is a match for you. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Thanks,
1: Mike.